Amen. Well, let's look at this great book, the word of the Lord. Amen. Isaiah chapter 12 and verse number three, just one verse. Amen. And you're hearing it says, therefore, with joy, shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation? Therefore, with joy, shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation? Amen. I want to speak just for the next few moments on this subject, digging with joy. Digging with joy. Amen. I feel a word from the Lord for us tonight, and I just believe God's going to do something great. Why don't you just raise your hands? Let's just ask God to have his way in this place. God, we love you. We're so thankful for your word. We're thankful, Lord, for your presence, God, that we already feel in this place. God, I pray, Lord, that you would anoint my lips to speak your word, God, and that you would do what only you can do. Have your way in this place, God. Move upon us tonight, God, for we are in need of a touch from you, oh God. We just pray, have your way. Speak, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Digging with joy. You see all throughout the word of God is, uh, you, especially in the, in the beginning of, of the Bible in Genesis, you see the importance of wells. And they were, they were digging wells and they would go and obviously as they were going into a new land for them to be able to stop somewhere or for them to be able to survive, they had to find a well. They had to, they had to find some wells that they could, that they could draw from. And, and if there wasn't a well, they had to dig out their own well. And they had to go and then because that was the source of life. It was it was the way that they were able to get fresh water and give it to to their family and to and to their, their you know all of their livestock and everything that 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 had that. And we see wells all throughout the Word of God. And and one one place in particular that has jumped out to me this this past uh, week in preparing for uh, this this message is whenever Isaac began to look for a well, Isaac. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 26, there was a famine in the land in that day. And so uh, Isaac began to say, you know what, we're going to have to go search out a well because our wells have dried up. And he said, where, where, where can we go? And, and, the, and the Lord said, don't go to Egypt. So Isaac began to make some other plans. And, and, uh, and the Bible says in verse number 17, the Bible says that Isaac departed thence and, and that he pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. Verse 18 says, and Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. The Bible goes on to say, and Isaac's servants digged in that valley, and they found there a well of springing water. He began to find this, this, this source of springing water. It was this, it was this abundant source of water whenever his water had dried out. He began to search and say, where can I find some water for, for my, for my family, for, for my, for my life? How can I survive? And so he said, you know what? Let's go back and let's dig again the wells that my father had dug. 
And he went back and he dug again the wells that, that had been digged in the days of Abraham, his father. And uh, throughout the years, there had been all this junk that had been put into them. In fact, purposefully, the, the, the enemy, the Philistines, had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. But, but he said, you know what, we're going to dig them up again and we're going to call them by their same name. And we're going to receive this wellspring. And, and sure enough, as they began to dig, there was a springing up well of water. That could sustain them. Now we know a lot of times when we read the word of God. You see that there is in the natural sense. You will see that the natural will reveal the spiritual. That whenever you begin to see. You'll you'll see natural things that have happened. And that reveals things to us today for the spiritual. You see so many different things. And this is one of the things. You see that the natural well. That there is also a spiritual well. And just like there's a natural well, there is a spiritual well that God has prepared for you and I. Sometimes we can't see it. Sometimes it's covered beneath the surface. And sometimes we don't know exactly where it is. And we, we don't see it. We can't taste it yet. But there is already prepared by God this source of fresh water of life. We see this, and, and so this reveals this. And just like our, our verses in Isaiah said, Isaiah said, there is going to be the wells of salvation. He said, you can draw water out of a natural well. He said, but, but there also with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. There is a well of salvation. And you begin to see this all throughout the Word of God. Why? Because God has put it into creation. Not just in the physical, but in the spiritual that there is these wells of fresh water that will sustain life. My goodness, we can just look around Florida and we can see the springs that are around Florida. There's almost 900 springs in the state of Florida. You think that we have enough water because we are surrounded by water. But God knew that that water would not be able to sustain us because it's the salt water. But God has placed, even in this very state that we live in, there are these springs that God has prepared for us. And I, I love, uh, I love as a kid when we would go to the springs and we could, uh, swim in that crystal clear water. Or I remember one time we took a, a glass bottom boat where you could, you, you did, they, they had this glass bottom boat where we went through the spring and it's just crystal clear water pumping out thousands and tens of thousands of gallons of fresh water every single day sometimes some of them every single minute they're pumping out thousands of gallons of fresh water and all of that signifying to us the power of the spiritual well i believe as well that God has so much in store for us that we can only see. We, we can only see so much. We, sometimes we only see a little bit that comes to the surface. Sometimes we only see a few thousand gallons here and a few thousand gallons there. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that God has so many things that are prepared for His people. The source of strength that you need, God has prepared it for us. But... Sometimes we're going to have to dig for it. Sometimes you got to dig for it. God's prepared it for you, but sometimes there's got to be some digging that happens. God has prepared a well for you. No, no more do we see this whenever we first begin to look into the book of John. Just 
at the very onset in the book of John, in John chapter 4, you see this, the, the way that Jesus wanted to take the natural well and say that there's also a spiritual well that is available for us. Jesus, the Bible says in John chapter 4 and verse number 5, it says, Then cometh he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sakar, near the parcel of ground, that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Again, notice going back to the old wells. It says, Now Jacob's well was there. Jacob's well was still there, and they were still drawing water from Jacob's well those many years after. The Bible says, Jesus, therefore, being wearied at his journey, sat thus on the well. It was about the sixth hour, and there cometh the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus saith to her, Give me to drink. The Bible says, For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat, and so Jesus was just there at the well all by himself, and The woman of Samaria said unto him, How is it that you, being a Jew, asketh a drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. The Bible says, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God. He said, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, Give me to drink, you would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with. You sound crazy. In fact, Jews never even talk to Samaritans. Just the fact that you're talking to me, I think you are crazy. Says, You have nothing to draw with, and this well is deep. From whence then hast thou this living water? She says, Are you greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, here again we see the natural revealing the spiritual. He said, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Verse 14 says, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. For the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. There again you see, once you break through the well, the well of the spirit begins to spring up. There should be something inside of us. Let me just stop and say this. There should be something inside of us that whenever we tap into the Spirit, that that Spirit springs up into our lives. Every time you see the spiritual representation of the well, it's not something that you necessarily have to draw from. Now, it is something you have to dig for. But it's not necessarily something you have to draw from because once you dig and you get into the Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, it is a well of water that will begin to spring up into everlasting life. It is a well of salvation. It is the wells of salvation even, as Isaiah said. And so let me tell you something. This Jesus was trying to get them to understand something. And John purposefully, I believe, wrote it in his book to help us understand That you know what, there is this well in the Spirit. Just as natural water, there is this this spiritual well that you and I have. And and even Revelation, you go to the very end of the book, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 6. The Bible says, and he said unto me, it is done. This is after he makes all things new. He said, I am Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that a thirst. Of the fountain, that's that's a well. Of the well of the water of life, freely. There is this well, ladies and gentlemen, that will be, that's here right now, that's going to be here till the end of time. 
There is a well of water that, that is not something that is, that is here today and gone tomorrow. I'm not talking about a spiritual well that's going to run dry one of these days. That only has a shelf life of one year or five years or ten years or maybe fifty years. But ladies and gentlemen, this well of water will not run dry. It will spring forward until the end of time. And if you are thirsty, if you are thirsty for something more, let me tell you something. You can just begin to dig into the presence of God and God will give you that well of water. God will supply it. God will supply that. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I want this well. I want the well of the Spirit in my life. I want the well of the Holy Ghost in my life. I, I'm not satisfied with just with just a drink on Sunday to hopefully get me through to Wednesday. I'm not satisfied with just a drink on Sunday, hopefully get me to next Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, I want the well of life that springs up every single day, every moment when I'm on my job and I need the well of life. I want it to spring up when I walk into my school. I want the well of water to be there. I'm thirsty. Ever I want to be thirsty. I wonder if there's anybody that's thirsty today is there anybody that's thirsty to say God I want more of you I'm not satisfied with the status quote I'm not satisfied with the minimum but God give me more of you I need more I want more of God we need to get unsatisfied. I know we're to be content in all things, wherever God puts us, but we need more of God. Don't get satisfied with where you're at. God has more in store for you. Don't get satisfied with one drink from the well or two drinks from the well. Or maybe, you know, maybe you just say, well, you know what? I've been doing this for a long time. I can just take it easy. No, we need more of God every single day. I need a well that won't run dry. I need that fountain that flows freely. I need, I need, as the scripture has said, out of this belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's what Jesus said. He said, if you're thirsty, he said, out of your belly, out of your innermost being, there will flow rivers of living water. Not just a river, but rivers of living water. But ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we're going to have to dig for it. I brought a shovel. Sometimes we're going to have to dig for it. We've been doing some digging in the backyard, and I hate digging. That's why I titled it Digging with Joy, because there ain't nothing joyful about digging. If you like to dig, something's wrong with you, especially in Florida. Especially in Florida. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got to understand it's time for us to dig. God has great things in store for you. But you've got to ask. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. You've got you to get out your shovel and sometimes you've got to dig. Sometimes you've got to put your face on the floor and you've got you've to spend time in prayer and, and dig until you hit that fresh flow of water from the presence of God. Sometimes you need an answer from God. and Sometimes we just want God to throw it in our laps. But sometimes there's going to be times when you've got to dig for that answer from God. God has everything that you need. Let me tell you that tonight. God has everything thing that you need but it's going to require you to take a shovel sometimes and begin to dig a well that is deep dig a deep well 
and you can find some fresh water, a fresh word from God, a fresh touch. Get that shovel out again and you'll get that second meal. You'll get that second, that second voice from God, that second refreshing from God that we heard about this morning. Sometimes we got to pick up a shovel and we've got to dig because sometimes our, our, our reserve runs dry. Sometimes we put our faith and we try to get our source of strength from the wrong source. We get sidetracked and we start to, we start to fear and we start to worry or we, we think that this will help us and, and that, that, that'll help us live a better life. And sometimes it just, our life dries out and we find ourselves like Isaac in a famine. What do you do? Ladies and gentlemen, you go back to the wells of the fathers that came before us. And you dig again those wells. You dig again those wells. Young people, you go, you don't need to find a new well. There's not a new way. There's not a new source of strength, young people. Let me tell you something. The source of strength that you need is with what our fathers have already digged for. It's what our fathers have already prayed for. It's what our forefathers have already sacrificed for. We just got to pick up a shovel and dig it out for ourselves. I tell our young people this all the time. It's dangerous going to a good church like this. I do. I tell them. I say it's dangerous going to a good church like this. You know why? Because we got great people. Great elders in this church. We got great people. Brother Scott, help me. You're an elder. You don't want to hear that, but you're an elder to me at least. Touching Jesus. That's what he just said. We got great men and women all across this sanctuary that have learned how to dig a well. And the water flows freely in this church. And ladies and gentlemen, sometimes it's dangerous to go to a good church like this. Because you get so used to the water flowing freely without you digging anything up for yourself. You can just get next to somebody that's dug a well and you can feed off of what they have. You can get your bucket out and say, okay, I'm going to fill up my bucket for the week. But there's going to come a time whenever you face a hard week. You're going to face a week or, man, I've seen this all my life. There's, there's young people that, I mean, they used to worship. They used to, and young people, let me tell you this. When you go off to college, you got to make sure you've already dug a well. Make sure you've already dug a well. Because you, you, you move off somewhere, you, your job moves you somewhere, and you're not used to digging your own well. You're used to somebody digging it for you. And then you find yourself saying, well, maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't the real well. Maybe that was just all feeling. Maybe that was just the music to me. Maybe that was just all hype. And you begin to follow after other things. But ladies and gentlemen, here's what you got to do. Yes, we need everybody. We need our elders digging their well. But let me tell you something. Every single person that comes into this church, you need to learn to dig out the well for yourself. You need to learn how to dig out the name of Jesus. Dig out Acts 2.38. Dig out a prayer life. Dig out fasting. Dig out your worship. Get your own worship. Learn to dig. Grab a shovel and dig. Like I said, Isaac, he said, I need, I need a well. What should we do? 
God told him, don't go to Egypt. Don't go to the world. Isaac said, okay, let's go back to the wells that my father had dug. Because those will sustain me. Those will provide for me. And so Isaac, he went back and he began to dig again the old wells. He began to dig again the wells that had been filled up after time. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, maybe you've had a prayer life before, but it's just not the same as it used to be. Maybe you had a walk with God that was fervent and full before, but it's not like it used to be. Ladies and gentlemen, it, all it takes is just getting a little, a little strength and getting a shovel and just saying, God, I'm going to dig. I know it's going to take a little bit of time in the altar. I know it's going to take a little time in the Word. Maybe you say, well, I don't really understand why we believe the way that we believe. Maybe you don't understand why we baptize in Jesus' name. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Just get out a shovel and dig into the Word, and you'll see it clear as day. You'll see the truth. Uh, let me tell you something. You just begin to dig for yourself. Uh, you'll find all the answers that you need. You don't need it dig a new well the well's already been dug it's already been proven to give life it's already been proven to 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 help us and to sustain us to 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 give us the flow of god we don't need a new well we need to dig into those same wells the well of the name of jesus my goodness for, for the longest time, the name of Jesus seemed to be lost with the church. But thank God there were some elders that began to dig into the Word of God. And the Spirit of God began to, begin to move. And the Spirit of God began to flow. And as they were filled with the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, it wasn't long before they began to realize that there's only one God. And His name is Jesus. And just like Brother Paul said, we believe that there's one God. He said, thou doest well. You got to believe that there's only one God. And sometimes you're going to have to dig things out for yourself. If we're not careful, we'll try to find a new source. If we're not careful. We want a new car. We want a new house. We want a better phone. We want a better computer. You know, we're, we're all constantly having to update things. But ladies and gentlemen, there's one thing that you don't have to update. There's one thing that we cannot update. And that is the well in which we dig. But you know what you're going to have to do? Sometimes you're going to have to go redig that well again. Sometimes you're going to have to redig that well again. And make sure that there's nothing in the way from the flow of God in your life. Now let me say this. I feel the boldness of the Holy Ghost in saying this. Whenever you go to dig your well, sometimes you'll say this. And sometimes, uh, if you're not careful, you'll get caught into this lie from the pit of hell. And the lie from the pit of hell is to say this. Well, yeah, that was great for our elders, but they didn't live in the day that we lived in. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You say, well, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying everything that they tried and, and everything, but it's just not working for me. I want to ask you this question in the Holy Ghost. This is something God has put in my spirit. Let me tell you this. Don't say it doesn't work until you've digged like they've digged. 
Don't say it doesn't work for you in this day and age until you've digged like they've digged. Until you sacrificed like they've sacrificed. Until you prayed like they've prayed. Let me tell you something. If you would get an unction and begin to dig like the elders digged and begin to pray like the elders prayed, let me tell you something. You'll find it works. It works no matter the situation. It works no matter the situation. It works no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through. You just got to dig like they did. Let there be a, let there be a spirit of sacrifice that takes over us. A, a desire for more of God. A desire for a deeper well. That's what that woman of Samaria said. She said, are you greater than our father Jacob which gave us this well? And one of the things she said, she said, the well is deep. Oh, I'm glad that was added in there, John. Thank you. She said, who are you? This well is deep. She said, this well is deep. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why it lasted the test of time. Why? Because they dig the deep well. They dig the deep well. Sometimes we, we got to understand it's going to take, if we're, if we're going to grasp this and take it further, there's got to be a digging again like never before. As the world gets worse and worse, we need the fresh water from God to flow even more freely. And the only way we can do that is to, with joy, draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Is to dig again the wells. Is to dig a bigger well. Is to dig again in what has already sustained us. We need to dig it bigger so that we can supply more people with the truth of God. You say, well, I really don't need anything right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you this. You, sometimes you come to church and things are going good. You still need to dig. Dig out some worship. Why? Because you don't know who's walked into this place. Who's going to need you to worship God for them. Iron sharpens iron. And, and sometimes you're going to find that, you know, if you just get yourself to the house of God, sometimes you're just so weary that, that you haven't been able to dig, that the world has thrown so much stuff down your well that it just seems like you can't draw anything out of it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, get to the house of the Lord. Get around somebody else that's digging their well. And let me tell you something, you'll get some strength back in your bones. Uh, you'll get some strength, but then you've got to pick up your shovel back up and you got to begin to dig again. Once you get your strength you got to rise up and dig young people learn to dig in the presence of God we're thankful for for a bishop that has digged into the word of God but we've got to dig into the word of God for ourselves we're thankful for everything that he shared with us and everything that he's given to us. But we've got to pick up that well for ourselves as well. We need to tap into that well as well. We need to tap into that well. We need to tap into the well of faith like Pastor Myers. Pastor Myers has great faith and it comes from digging that out in the word of God, in prayer, in fasting. And we've got to pick that, that, that shovel up and we've got to begin to dig, dig, dig with joy. With joy. Dig your own well so you're not dependent upon somebody else. You're not dependent upon somebody else's, somebody else's well. And you're not dependent upon somebody else's walk with God. The greatest thing you can do is to get a well for yourself.
Oh, come on, what a word from the Lord. This altar is open. I wonder if you would obey the voice of God. Let's fall on our knees. Let's lift up our hands and let's seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while it is day, for the night cometh when no man can work. God, we need you, Jesus.